everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Newbie Sisters podcast. In today's episode, we spoke about our journey as international students in two different countries. So myself in Canada and Eniola in the UK. So we just talked about our culture shock as new international students in these two countries. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode and that you have fun with the episode. Star, how are you doing? Hi, not too bad. It's a bit um, chilly today. It was actually sunny earlier, but I kind of like the fact that it's chilly this evening so I can get enough rest before the craziness of the new week and new month. How are you? How is your week? Good. Oh my god, I, I'm still having the sleep issue, so I am oh. still really struggling to sleep. I don't know why. Um, I think I've even tried. I've tried to do different things to sort of make it a lot better. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to sleep, but it's not just working. I, I I'm waking up at sucks. intervals, and I'm struggling to get back to sleep. But it is what it is, and I can't even pinpoint what is the cause. That's that's what mm. is stressing me the most. The fact that I, I don't know what to do to to get things better, but it is what it is. I'm just wishing we had a three-day weekend rather than oh, two Lord. days. Oh, I can't wait for that period in my life. Even though right now, I technically don't have a weekend. There is no division between a weekday and a weekend for me. It's like working when you're in the mood to work. But still, I would appreciate a three-day weekend. And maybe I can force myself to take two days of those three days. But right now, two days weekend is not just putting it. It is not. Adulthood is a scam. I beg. Oh, we shouldn't. That is a topic on its own. Like, I have so much that I want to talk about <laughs> in terms of adulting. Oh, I look back at the days when I was so young and I'm asking myself, why did I really want to grow so far? What was I looking forward to? <laughs> Maybe it's the extra meat I wasn't giving. Or, see, let's, let's not even get into I it. I beg. Because- I beg, don't kill me. I think me then, it was mostly because I just felt like, oh, the adults, you know, they were living the life. You could like make decisions. And also the fact that- Making decisions, one, is for me. That's it. (laughs) So I couldn't wait to, you know, get to the point where I can make decisions without having to like consult somebody and just do what I want to do. I get you. (laughs) I get you. And now it's like, I have all these decisions to make and I'm asking myself, what do I do? Am I really supposed to be doing this? Or should I not be doing this? Maybe I'm taking on too much. Maybe I should do Oh, Lord. And I think one thing that we both sort of have in common is, I think we overthink things a lot. Um, I don't think you overthink as much as I do. I was about to say that, but I think I'm still learning, right? Like next to you, I'm still learning. (laughs) Not help me. Um, No, I I know it's not a good thing. It's a terrible thing. Sometimes I just can't. I can't help myself. I'm like, what if? Maybe... Um, yeah, maybe not. Oh, it's just, it makes making a decision actually like a lot, um, stressful. Um, but like starting this podcast, <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> no, I actually think starting this podcast is one of the things that I feel like we didn't think too hard on. We were just like, okay, let's do it. Uh, see, it's, maybe it's because you were involved. Because left to me, I think um, I would have found an excuse not to do it. <laughs> so I'm thankful for you. I'm so thankful for you. I think the only thing that I know what we're like doing or struggling with with the podcast is I think what we're constantly overthinking things and I'm grateful that we're just, you know, yeah. getting things out of the way regardless. But yes, we do overthink things. And you, <laughs> my dear, you're a champion on that front. I'm not even, no, 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 undisputed champion. <laughs> Trust me, that's not the kind of medal I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Speaking about adulthood, um, a topic we want to speak on today about, um, you know, leaving out, like staying outside of Nigeria and, yeah. You know, dealing with like the culture shock, like the new environment Ooh. and all of that. How was your first couple of days um, after moving from Nigeria to the UK? How was the first couple of, say, one week? How was it like? <laughs> oh, funny thing is, it wasn't as bad as I imagined it was going to be because I had help. Help in the sense that I had like a family friend that was available to come pick me up from the airport. We went around town to buy everything that I needed. Um, so I think in terms of culture shock, it was kind of like trying to live my life or create a routine around the things that are seen in movies. What do I mean? So when I got to UK the first day, um, we had to go from like the airport to town to get everything that I needed. And I had stopped to get coffee because it was freezing. Like, <laughs> And I didn't have like... I didn't have like the proper jacket on. And what time of the year is this? What month? This was October, actually. The first week in October. Okay, so that's not even supposed to be that cold. It's (laughs) not. But for someone that has been in a 26, 27, 30 degrees kind of weather, it was freezing. And I had to stand outside for a while waiting for the person to bring my key to get into my apartment. So I was freezing and I was like, okay, let me get... Um, something hot and then I went to order for cappuccino now I had never had coffee I'm not a coffee person I never did that in uni in um, Nigeria yeah. I never did that I was never the kind of person that would need coffee to stay awake so I had cappuccino I didn't even sound there so Ooh, Ooh, so, so nice like yeah I was imagining something very sweet and tantalizing <laughs> um, I had a cappuccino and it was a yeah that was one shock how did I why do people rave about coffee? I still don't understand that. I didn't want to get into that. And so it was like, I had to figure out my way to get to town. I didn't ask about internet. I didn't really know about internet. So I had to go into town to pick up a few things and immediately learned how to use Google Map quite quickly because that's how I got to town and back. You just have to. You just have you to. Just literally, <laughs> literally. That's the only way you can survive. And because it was like, I had moved for school. I had to like get in tune what was happening. Unfortunately for me, I had mixed, missed out on um, induction week. So I didn't know where was oh. what. Yeah. Now the very first one that hit me, like really culture shock was I had to pick up like my uni card to before going to my first class that day. So I kind of got in after the leader, model leader teacher had gotten into the class. Okay. And so I stood outside because wait you my stood previous- outside yeah, i did i did because what, based what on my was your thoughts <laughs> see i went to uni like you don't go into a class after your lecturer is inside i don't ah. understand how 
how do you do that so there are a few people that would give you like signals to come in so i was expecting her to give me i was expecting she was a lady to give me like a signal okay you're mm-hmm. coming signal. she looked at me as she continued and i, I stood mean, there still <laughs> i'm sure you don't mind she's gonna be like okay i don't know what's, what's wrong happening with girl but not too sure she wants to come to the class she would come in i don't know how to help her in this case <laughs> she looked at me a second time as she continued i peeped into the class so a girl at the back she's probably just pressing her phone and i figured what's the worst that can happen what's the worst that can happen <laughs> and then i walked in like it was like nothing nobody said anything nobody was looking at me like nobody cared and it was like the first dawn that these guys actually don't care like just do your thing don't. i couldn't believe it see this is like me coming to a new culture for school and it was a lot in terms of like trying to navigate my way based off of what i knew before and based off of what i know right now like you're just there to teach you just learn what you want and go nobody cares what you are nobody cares how you look nobody, nobody cares if you even come to class or not so yeah that was like my first week oh then one other thing that happened that week was based off of how they teach which is clearly different from what i expressed to you like i need to see Unilag wasn't a good experience let's be honest really it's not, and it's not just in, unilag i think schooling in in nigeria is totally different I don't, it's, it's the same way for those that went to private uni oh, I, mean, I went to a private uni and there was still i still dealt with shocks um with regards to like really learning. yeah uh, the shocks that came for me was mostly about how i remember the way i was taught so it was like everything was somewhat forced you had to, the respect was there like there's certain things that you can't do you can do it was like there wasn't a sense of being an adult in school and learning it was like you had to either learn or not learn or you had to be punished or you can't do this you can't like literally it didn't like i was invincible like i didn't want to be seen i didn't want anybody to know me because you know these things yeah once someone picks up on you you're in trouble so um <laughs> i was scared to approach any of the lecturers when i needed help because i didn't want to figure out i didn't want i didn't want to be known yeah and it took like one or two friends just to me see girl you're in a different place it's different you need it's to let fine to so, actually like reach out they're not going to pick the, on you yeah the third one that happened to me was self um checkout in tesco um <laughs> sis <laughs> all i needed was a bottle of water right and i got there went through the corner i got to myself oh i was so embarrassed to ask for help you know what i did stupid me you know what i did what did I you do out of the store and i went to like a restaurant i walked all the way and bought food that i needed i didn't need just because i could get water oh that my was god See, i look i look back and i'm like oh go go the stupid things you did no, yeah. I think I think anybody that um is relocating from from like Nigeria or Africa and they're moving to you know the UK, the US or Canada would definitely deal with this shock, like things that are not the norm for us back in mm-hmm. um, Africa or in Nigeria, and you're like, okay, how do I get through these? How do I get through these? I think I had a similar experience with you in the sense that I I also ha- I had a friend here, so settling in wasn't so bad for me um she she um she had someone come get me from the airport she came with you know um a boyfriend and that is very important yeah came to pick me from the airport um it was august uh so it wasn't honestly it wasn't so bad the following day Mm -hmm. 
I took bus to, with her for the first time. We went to get my SIM card, change money into Canadian dollars, and you know all of that. Like I had, so it wasn't it wasn't so bad, but. It doesn't, it doesn't, the fact that you have people there doesn't mean you won't experience some things on your own and you're just like, wait, Definitely. what is happening here? So for me as well, I, it was fall. In fact, I felt that I was in my, in my mind, I felt that, oh, I came at a good time. I would transition <laughs> into the cold. <laughs> and I remember as of September, I was I was ready to start wearing a winter jacket. Like I was screaming, like, "Oh my god, this is too cold! This is too cold!" And my <laughs> my friends, I mean, they were, they were my housemates were like, "You know, this is just and you know, Canada cold is on a different level." Go. They were like, "This is not cold, though." I am like, "No, no, no, no! no. I need to wear like um, a top, wear um, mm-hmm. like layer up, and then wear a, a winter jacket." I was ready to start wearing my winter jacket. I'm like, I don't care how everybody other person is going to see me or perceive me i don't care i am just too cold i I need to cover up and it's because i mean we're coming from where it's usually like 25 to like 30 degrees every day yeah we never had winter or anything like that at all so it was i was a it was so serious like i was always like i could wear i was even at some point i think i was wearing my sweater my jacket inside the house and they were looking at me like it's not even that cold i'm like it is cold for me i don't Wait, care what, what happens to the eating the the eating in the house so where where they were staying at the time i think the eater was into i think they turn on the eater at a certain time of the year maybe from right. like september automatically or something like that but it wasn't terrible for me. I didn't have to like look for house by myself. Like there was already a yeah. place for me. Um, it was, it was, a, it was, it was easy in that front. Um, I think one of the first things that was like a shocker to me was, <laughs> was the fact that, so when I'd gone, we'd gone to um, one of the government agencies for me to get my social insurance number, um, right and all of that and i was seen on the on the wall like okay you shouldn't wear perfumes people are so people I'm sorry, be what? allergic to perfume i'm not i'm not joking i'm actually serious and in my head oh, i'm wow. like who is allergic to perfumes like okay that's a shock so you're yeah, not supposed to wear a shock for me <laughs> you're, definitely. Not to, you're not supposed to wear perfumes to um to some places even where um um, where i was working before as well it was clearly everywhere do not wear perfumes and people could be allergic and it was just like we nigerians that can be very extra with anything like you want this situation but when you step into the room like oh lord they can tell that somebody (laughs) has entered this place you, you get when you get out of the elevator and there's that after smell you know yeah you get (laughs) so in my head i was just like ah Hey, you're but it's actually a thing people so people are allergic to perfumes so um it was a shocker for me because i was just like hmm, now wow mm. um interesting. interesting yeah that was like one big shock for me the other thing uh, as well in the first couple of weeks of me settling in was so i'd gone with one of my housemates to get groceries and i just couldn't buy anything because the nigerian in me just kept converting the, the prices oh, i was seeing oh, to naira and i'm like eh you i mean? think i did that only for the first week 
Let's be honest, only for the first week. So you mean this yogurt? Is it not just yogurt? Is it gold that is inside or what? I I ended up not (laughs) buying. You're calling yogurt gold. (laughs) I was like, I'm not buying. I'm not buying. And they were, my husband was laughing at me and she was like, you are going to have to buy some because you need to eat. And I'm like, "Ah, these things, ah, hey, no, I'm not doing this. But yeah, I couldn't do it for a long time. I ended up having to like, they're like, you just have to ignore naira at this point you're not spending naira here Fair. so um it took me some time to like adjust to that in terms of the food actually i feel like it depends on the specific food that you're buying because i found that some are like, really cheap if i were to go to like the open markets where you have all the um food stuff displayed out you tend to like find things really cheap a bowl of grapes for one pound a bowl eh? of pepper for one pound yeah Actually, now if you go at like the, the market closes out 5 p.m., I think if you go at like 4 30 or 4 p.m., then you can get two bowls for one pound. Yeah, so I think it kind of <laughs> depends on where you are. So you need to know these things. Yeah, ah. <laughs> wow, yeah. one pound in this place. I remember when I when I had moved, um, things like you know, you, you want to make um stew like chicken stew and all of that. It was if it was it was like luxury to me then because. The cost of bell peppers in this place compared to Nigeria. Really? Huh. Oh, you were still comparing, right? Yeah. Mm. But I mean, I couldn't continue with that. I love plantains. And it's I not think plantain, plantain was what made me just be like, you know what? I can't do it. I have to eat plantain. So <laughs> we have to move. So yeah, it was, it was a, it was funny. So have you ever taken the wrong boss or got lost? <laughs> In your first couple of weeks or months after you got to the UK? First couple of weeks, no, because I didn't really have the need to take a bus or any form of transportation. If I ever did, it must have been an Uber, and that was like really easy to navigate for me. Just putting your car details. You're a big girl, you were taking Uber, and you like I said, I didn't need to. I said, I didn't need to. I said, I didn't need to. You just jumped. I did. It, if i ever did mm. it was if i ever did okay. <laughs> um but the first one that actually i think i got actually on the train first before the bus okay this train journey where do i begin from oh start from the very so, beginning <laughs> and i got to the uk in october and I had planned to spend Christmas with my cousins in London because uni was in Birmingham at the time. So I had to book like a train. And so I had called my cousin. We made arrangement of what day, what time I booked the train. You know, often if you book early, you tend to get it cheaper. So I think I booked the train in like November. So it was clear where I was going. It was clear where the train station was. So I had all these <laughs> things in my head, right? Okay. And I believe my train was at noon. And in came, I'd gone to Zanzibar or Seychelles. I don't remember now. I don't recall now. But she had come back that morning. And so I went to see her and then we just chatted for a bit. And then she said, oh, aren't you going to London again? I said, well, yeah, yeah, of course I am. And she's like, yeah, but I, don't you need to get to like the train station? I said, yeah, this time. She's like, uh, I don't really think so. It's like 11 <laughs> yeah. Before you walk to the train station, it's going to take you some time. I was like, okay if you say so and so I went picked up my suitcase and I started walking as I started strolling in my head in my head I felt like see I can't even explain what I felt but it was like mm, the train <laughs> wouldn't leave me now would they oh. 
because you're a princess and you're lobby. You know, royalty, <laughs> that kind of thing. As I was truly, and then I realized it was like at 11.40 or 11.50, I wasn't anything close to the train station. So I started to run. <laughs> now, bear in mind that I knew where the train station was, but I'd never really been in. I didn't know about the platform system, how you had to get through, get your ticket, get through the platform. I didn't know. I see it was like 10, 11 40, 11.50, I started to run. And then I started to find my, I had to get my ticket first because stupid me, instead of getting my ticket in advance, I figured there was still time. I said, I got my ticket and I started to find my platform and I was running, running. I got through and I saw my train going. Like I saw the train I was supposed to get on going. <laughs> okay. So you know, what, you know what stupid me did? I started to run after the train. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't explain it. <laughs> what were you thinking? Or the, the, the driver is going to just stop. Yeah, will see me and see stop. you. I don't know. I don't know. See, everybody on that platform clearly thought I was crazy. I'm <laughs> sure somebody was thinking, I hope this guy isn't going to jump on the train tracks. Like, see, this is me. I, I, I just had to stop at some point because I was looking very stupid. And so I had to ask, um, the ticketing guys, I asked them, like, okay, this will happen. I was supposed to get on that train and he was left. She's like, oh, sorry, you need to get on the slow one which takes about two hours, 30 minutes instead of one hour, 40 minutes to get to London. Um, so yeah, that was mm. my first train experience. It was so embarrassing. I can't begin to tell you how embarrassing <laughs> it was. But. Okay, no, my, my story is not that bad. Mine was that I think, so I'd taken the bus and I, I was going to, and this happened to me a couple of times, actually, not just once, where I, so I don't know how the bus system in the UK is like, but so yeah um the bus going to the north i'm just using um cardinal points at this uh, uh, <laughs> for this description so the bus going to the north could be 95 95 carlton for instance okay. and the one going to um to uh the south could be same 95 but say 95 ottawa and Oh, in I my mind, no, yeah. I am okay, like, okay, yeah. I'm taking bus 95. And mm-hmm. uh, instead of me to stay, because I don't know which direction the bus is going to go. <laughs> I just know that I'm supposed to take a bus 95. So I'm mm-hmm. staying at this bus stop and a bus 95 comes. And I'm supposed to actually take a bus 95 going to Ottawa. But I end up taking the bus 95 going to Carlton. And I'm there sitting on the bus like, oh, yeah. Okay, I made it. And then, okay, let's go. And I pick up my phone and I look at the app and it looks like i'm going the opposite direction and i'm like "Mm, (laughs) am i seeing this properly i'm supposed to take a bus 95 and i am on a bus 95 what is happening here so i had to i had to get off the bus and at the next bus stop and sometimes the bus stops could be long distance apart from yeah they usually are actually Mm -hmm. so it was crazy I think it actually took me a while. Like the first time it happened to me, I didn't even quickly check my my app immediately. Like I was just there on the bus, just maybe listening to song and just, you know, thinking, that, okay, I'll soon get to where I'm going to. And then I picked up and I just saw that, oh no, I'm going in the opposite direction. And it happened to me again. Like, so it happened to me like two or three times. And it was so annoying. There was one day that I was actually going to church and yeah, I was supposed to be going to the direction of church and I was actually going back, like in direction back to the house. And I was just like, you know what? I, I will just stay at home. Like, there's no point. Like, I-, I can't do this. I can't do this. 
Um, but yeah, it was it was funny. Um, it was annoying, especially when you're supposed to be at somewhere at a certain time and the you time, just, yeah. It's it's crazy. The thing uh, is, without Google Map, there are a lot of places that I wouldn't even know how to navigate to, <laughs> even after being here for so long, like three years, four years. Like usually getting on the bus as well, I have to use my map just to be sure that I'm going in the right direction. I think to be fair, without the map now, I kind of know how to do that. But I just like to be sure. When mm-hmm. I'm going to like other cities that I haven't been before, the map saves me. So even when I like go um on vacation, same map as well. So I'm grateful for Google. Thank you. Your ministry is doing well. Saving <laughs> lives since forever. Thank you. I think one 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 thing that made it confusing for me then was especially when you have the bus stop for going north and going south directly opposite one another. So you're looking and you're like, okay, I'm supposed to take bus 95 from here, but am mm-hmm. I on the right side of the road or on the wrong side of the road? So I struggled with that for a bit, um, but I, I got a hang of it after some time. And, you know, it was, it was cool. It was, it was fine. Um, How we- easy was it for you to find um, the full stops? that you really needed in terms of your palette and the difference between what is available in Canada and what is available to you previously before going? Uh, I think maybe because I'm, I've always been sort of like open-minded about food. Um, yeah, that's what we're different. <laughs> I've been sort of open-minded about food. So it wasn't actually one of the things that, it wasn't a thing that I was worried about that, ah, I hope I'll be able to survive. I hope I'll be able to eat whatever is available. I was fine with like trying, you know, other food. But why it wasn't so hard for me to figure out how to get African food was I had people that were already here uh, and they could show me where the African store was. But it was fine. Like I tried, I mean, I tried poutine. Poutine is the Canadian food. My first trial though, I was like, um okay i don't know what is the big deal about this stuff but last year summer i actually got poutine from this amazing poutinery here in um, nice. ottawa and i was like no this is the bomb okay so what poutine is so poutine is essentially irish potato fries with cheese that's oh, nice that's essentially what it is so um and again because as a nigerian and again, you're bad girl. We, our food are supposed to be very <laughs> spicy. So I struggled with having to eat food. And I'm like, uh, this is not peppery enough for me. Mm. Like, mm. but aside that, it was, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. Um, I cook my yeah. Nigerian meals at home. And when I'm out, I'm out. I want to try whatever I can try and just, just have fun. I just ensure that. If there's an option to make my food, if I'm ordering out, if there's an option to make it extra spicy, I go with extra spicy. And trust me, when and the, the extra, extra spicy, spicy is never, it's never really spicy. It's yeah. never it's spicy. Never. Like I'm still rolling my eyes. Like, okay, if this is extra Where's spicy, the spice? <laughs> where exactly is the spice? But um, yeah, it's it is what it is. Um I'm I, I'm planning that sometime in Christmas. Um, I want to host my work bestie. Um, and she wants to try Nigerian jollof. 
Oh no! Nice. But I have to consciously make sure that I don't. Oh put, yeah, the spice. Yeah, just so I'm not. <laughs> just so that there is no um accident or anything in the course of her <laughs> trying in Nigerian food. So, yeah, but no, I didn't. I didn't struggle. How was? How was it for you? Um, it wasn't too bad as well because. I mean, what are the options of food that we have? What, what would you call the British food? Really? Um, fries and, and fish. And fish, fish yeah. sorry. Fries and fish. Yeah. So it was just that. It wasn't, I felt like there was a lot of oil. There was a lot of fries. There was a lot of chicken. And so I got tired of that quite easily and quickly. So I had to kind of like find my way. Good thing is with friends that, or one specific friend that was Nigerian, it was easy for me to say, for her to kind of show me the direction of where to buy pepper chicken and the likes so i would make those things at home myself but it wasn't too too bad to be fair yeah yeah makes sense makes sense um did you uh, did you fall at all during winter i want to be sure if it was just me that that fell okay (laughs) good thing the good thing about this was early on one of the first things that i bought was um winter jacket and a boot i bought this boot from i think just fab and it had like chunky sole to it so it was really good then it snowed it snowed like two days before exam and it snowed on a sunday now this was my first experience ever of snow so of course i was super excited (laughs) oh let me experience my first snow yeah but it snowed all night, like Saturday night to Sunday, and it was a lot. And I didn't Uh-oh. really know the impact. So I just saw that everywhere was white. white. It was beautiful. <laughs> Looks like those all mock movies. Yeah, you know. And I was usually go for like Sunday mass. So I used to be at like 9 a.m. or 9.30. I, I think it was 9 a.m. And I would go for Sunday mass. And so I got dressed. I saw the snow outside evergreen. I got dressed. I wore my boots and I'm like, it can't be that bad. But it's just no. I'll just get to church. I mean, I probably won't be the only one there as well. Like the same people that will go to church will always be there. I have to mention that when it comes to church, um, these guys don't take religion as seriously as we use as we do in Nigeria. Oh no, we're too religious in Nigeria. Too religious. Yeah. If that's the thing. It's never that deep, yeah. It's never that deep. There was a let me digress a bit. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I That's have to digress fine. a bit. There was a specific day that I had gone for mid um, week, weekday mass. And I would usually say like a few prayers afterwards. And it was a bank holiday, which is synonymous to a public holiday. And I just wanted to spend like half an hour there in church. Okay. And so after mass, I just was still there sitting and saying my prayers and all of that. And the reverend sister came to me. She said, Oh, Teresa, I'm so sorry to disturb you. But because it's a bank holiday, the guy that takes care of the church has to go. So we have to look <laughs> up. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, whoa. I'm so, wow. He's the house of God. <laughs> Sis. <laughs> okay, back to my snow story. I said, I got dressed and it takes me like seven to 10 minutes to walk to church. And I walk fast. But on this day, I just put my first feet in the snow. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is not as easy as I thought to be. I'm a very strong girl. Let's go. And I went. And I went. They were, they, clearly, there was nobody outside but me. I was the only <laughs> one. Like, that was not an indication enough for me to turn back. No, I kept going. I'd walk for, like, what would normally take me 
two minutes to walk. It had taken me like five minutes and I was still And you were still there. And at some point, this one, I almost hit my head on the ground. Like it was so close. <laughs> I didn't ask myself, really, you think that because you don't go for mass, this was God would just be angry with you. You, you really think it's that deep. You're going straight to hell. <laughs> Am I there? I just had to turn back. Nah. Turning back was also a struggle because I had to like go slowly and put my feet into the ground like firmly just so I wouldn't fall but it was a miracle that I didn't I was so close to falling like 20 times but I didn't thank God God. so I mean first thing first is I don't know if it's just in Canada but the winter boots are ugly they (laughs) are ugly so in my head you know I see movies like all these you know movies from back home and they wear like really cute knee length boots and the legs and all of that i didn't know that those were just for maybe fashion and maybe if you have a car yeah and not a snowing day not even winter not even winter winter, like for fall yeah exactly and so that was my expectation and i saw these boots and i'm just like this is ugly. Like, how am I supposed to wear these? And I mean, I wasn't driving at the time. So it was, it was, I had to bust it. So I had to get something that would, even if it's ugly, but would keep me warm because I might sometimes have to stay at the bus stop. Oh, don't get me started on the fact that sometimes the bus comes late and you're just there waiting. That is one annoying thing, but it's okay. It's okay. So I got to the store and I was like, these boots are too ugly. I ended up picking (laughs) one eventually. And I I was saying to myself that I don't think I'm going to wear these boots next year. And truthfully, I rocked that boots for just that my first winter. It was too ugly. And again, it was too cheap. So it was definitely not going to last me for a long time. Because I was a student, I didn't have um, that luxury of money to just be training around. So, Funny thing is, I still don't own a proper winter boot. Well, you are in the UK. If you're in <laughs> Canada, trust me, you would have a winter boot. If you're in, if you're in Canada not and you're not driving <laughs> and you are having to take the bus always, you will have a winter boot. You will, because hmm, the bus during winter is even the worst. Oh, jeez. Don't, don't get me started. Your on, voice. Oh, my God. My husband heard a lot of my rants about the bus. Like, there was one particular bus, bus 14. I've not taken bus in such a long time, but don't I you can't forget. Bus 14 hours right now. I can't forget how that bus was annoying. Jeez, during winter. Oh, God, it was the worst. So there was this day I was coming back from school. It was at night. Um, so I'd gotten off the bus. It was it was at night and everywhere. I mean, it even gets really, I mean, that's another topic we'll talk about. But I got off the bus and I was going to cross to the other side of the road where I would yeah. then walk down home. And good thing was that it happened at night and that it was because it was at night, there were not so many people outside. There were not yeah. so many cars outside. I, while I was crossing to the other side, girl, I actually fell. Like, I slipped. What? And you know that thing where... In the middle of the road? Yes, I'm not kidding. In oh, the wow. middle of the road. And I looked left, I looked right. Okay, there's no car coming. There's no car coming. And then I stood up. I was like, okay. I looked around. There was nobody to say, oh, hey, yeah, sorry, we or move. anything. <laughs> like okay we move i stood up walked the rest to the other side of the road 
dust my jacket and i was like okay it's fine we move oh, and Lord. then as i was walking down i was just like what am i even doing here in this place like what am i doing here huh i was like i can't remember the last time i fell <laughs> i didn't even fall in my house i fell oh, on the road oh lord it oh, was lord. it was um it was annoying um but it is what it is um now i, I i'm just like okay if i fall to we move we you just know the move. good thing about a fall like that um if you have a lot of people around you probably tell you sorry and probably just move on but yeah usually people don't even send you really nobody cares really that's that's one good thing would you really say that's a good thing or would you say that's a bad thing i think it has its pros and its cons coming from nigeria where ah we know our neighbors we mm-hmm. can spend our neighbors every a it would feel weird that ah, this person couldn't even come and touch me and be like, okay, are you okay? Is everything fine? No, everybody just mind their business. I stayed somewhere for two years while I was in school and I, mm-hmm. I didn't see my neighbor. I don't know what my neighbor looked like. They don't know what I look like I think it's for the same two years. Now, and even where I currently stay, I think I only know one person. No, actually two people. And that's because they've come to me for something. But otherwise... Yeah. So do you would you prefer a situation whereby you're in Canada where you have that Nigerian culture where you everybody knows everybody or do you mm-hmm. like it? Which which does it the most for I think you? I would like a a balance. So I I I would prefer don't come to my house unannounced like the That's, way yeah. people would do back in nigeria mm-hmm. and all of that i don't want to like that i don't want to gist with you um on the walkway for a long time and i don't want that but i feel like it's still so speaking of so for instance during christmas in nigeria christmas is like a big deal it's a festive period like everybody is cooking um is it really i i say that now because i feel like when i was younger it used to be like that as I got older, it became less like that. It was just a turn up period, you know, it leads to, yeah. So like, not Nigeria, like, mm-hmm. we still cook and then we give food to our neighbors. Our neighbors would bring food as well till, till I left Nigeria. Yeah, it was like that in Ilori. It was just that. So as opposed to, yeah, for example, where you have families coming together and staying together and celebrating together, I think like in terms of the festivity of it, is done the way I like it better, yeah, as opposed to how it was in Nigeria. So for me, really? the way I think about it is, yeah, the Nigerian one was just like an exchange of food. But yeah, it's like families coming together, you laugh, okay. you exchange gifts. Yeah, Makes I like sense. that. And we kind of like take it very seriously. Yeah. Ooh, but the serious. thing though is, if you don't have family, yeah, you are going sucks. to be depressed. Like oh, there's, a, yeah, there's a high chance that you'll be depressed. So can imagine my first Christmas, I was just sad. I was just like, wow. Oh, and unlike okay. in Nigeria where like, ha, you can still go to like the mall. You can still go to the <laughs> restaurant and still ah, everywhere was okay. closed. I was just like, hey, God. The buses won't even move as frequent oh, as it yeah. would. Like, you're, it's like everybody's staying in their house, spending Christmas with their family. And I, mm-hmm. I absolutely understand that. But if you don't have family, it can be depressing. Like, if you don't have family, if you absolutely. don't have friends, absolutely. and you're staying alone, you might find it depressing. It's really if you come from, um, from like uh, Nigeria, where it's 
it's it's it's a festive period parties everywhere there is like one mm-hmm. show there there's one show there and all of that it, it might be weird my first christmas was really weird i was just sure. like thank um, you what is this but my last last christmas we actually did something i mean i could see the look on our neighbor's face like so i baked cookies and we bought wine oh you took it seriously now i'm thinking about the last christmas yes you did yes 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 yes. last christmas i was happy it didn't it wasn't dry in any way we hosted friends people like our nigerian friends so it felt like i was back in nigeria it didn't mm. feel weird um for our neighbors um we like i baked cookies and then we got wine and we we, we went myself and my husband we went to their place you know rang the bell and we're like hey merry christmas oh, nice. so back home where we're from we, we tend to exchange gifts not just within family but we tend to like share food and all of that so this is what we just you know brought you know merry christmas and yeah i don't know i'm sure they'll be like interesting are you gonna do the same this year yeah i will maybe i mean to the people i currently sort of like talk to yeah where i'm currently staying i speak to two people um and yeah i I would definitely do that this year as well it was it just felt really good it it made me feel like i was back in nigeria like it didn't feel Mm. boring the only part i don't like about that is having to cook so as long as i can order in the food then that's fine because like i said i don't really like to cook I think yeah. I miss the fact that back in Nigeria, so I'm I'm from a family of four girls. So for Christmas and New Year, we cook a lot. Like I said, like even while I, before I left Nigeria, we still do that, like the exchange of food thing. And it's usually like a big thing. So this person is cutting green peppers. This person is cutting red peppers. So it was like a communal thing. Um, and I, I liked that. It was just that, okay, that was in here. Um, oh, I mean, yeah. I, it's not like I enjoy, it's not like I enjoy cooking. It's, cooking is just, okay, we need to eat. But, really, but from what you said, cooking is more interesting when you're doing it with like other people and you're yes. like talking or gisting. Yes. I feel like that's, if I were to picture like my perfect Christmas, it will be something like that where we all come together. Exactly. We'll together and we play games, we see movies, whatever else. Yeah. See, I have this dream picture in my head where we go up to a cabin. Like, it's not cold enough. But oh! An Iceland thing. And oh, Iceland. Yeah, we have like, maybe like four couples or five of us couples. And then we just go there, lodge in and come out like Christmas morning and in our jumper, our ugly jumpers. And have like breakfast and, you know, just see movies. Everybody with their own like true blankets. Mm. in a movie. And Fireplace. Oh, mm. yes. Yeah, I, I I know I know that I know that feeling. I I mean myself and my friends, we are saying we want to do that this Christmas. But oh, nice! I'm rolling my eyes because maybe not Christmas <laughs> exactly, maybe a week to Christmas, so that um. But I'm still rolling my eyes because it's it's technically almost Christmas as far as I'm concerned, and I we've not made any decision <laughs> yet. So, um. But anyways, um. Let me yeah. ask you one question for our audience that are considering moving abroad i haven't before and it's like the first time properly moving away from nigeria and we've talked about a few culture shocks that we've experienced i mean we didn't even go into enormous details on into everything that we've experienced which is a lot i'm sure that on a daily we see experience a few would you say that overall the experience was worth it uh it definitely is uh please if you if you're considering 
um, moving or relocating, it is it is is a good one. Um, just experience new culture. You would you would appreciate things a lot better. You mm-hmm. would you see things in a different light. Yeah. You understand why some things are you know the way they are in some places. You understand. You get to enjoy like a better. Um, a better standard of living, I would say, you're not having to like stress about, oh, I'm going to work tomorrow. Um, I have to pick what I'll wear. Oh, I have to then iron it. I don't know if there will be light. All of, all of the, there's just some things that automatically just isn't on your list of things to think about anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's definitely worth it. So, um, yeah. I think for me, it's worth it a lot because you also get to an awareness of yourself. So you don't have all of that noise from family or from friends. And you know how the society has so much influence on what you want to do next, what you should be doing in Nigeria. So going away from all of that noise from that society and trying to identify yourself is something that I feel like everybody should be able to go through better still if you can do it abroad because your experience like you said is more exposed you have a better view of things you have a better understanding of things you have clarity of thought because you're not thinking about like the little things of like you said light water traffic i mean still a few traffic but you can't compare to what you would normally yeah Yeah, and so it's important for self-discovery to identify the things that you like to do you often find out for those that have the opportunity to move abroad, they tend to find your interest, your passion, because you have these things that are kind of available to you. Really? And in terms of like growing up and adulting, I feel like this is actually really important because not everybody has the opportunity, but if you do, then yeah, take just advantage take of it. it. Yeah, yeah, the culture shock is just part of your experience. You can look back um, on those experiences and laugh. And laugh, yeah. <laughs> right now, um, but yeah you should definitely take advantage of it if you if you can yeah for sure and you 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 meet other culture you you learn more about how other people other cultures how they you know do things you get to learn about other point of views like it's not just oh this is how we do it in nigeria you Uh you you become more open-minded you'd see things differently like for instance when you're talking about oh you know you wanted you wanted to go to church and no you were in church and you know um i think it was a sister or someone had yeah, walked up to sister, you yeah. yeah and it's like um so <laughs> your your eyes would open you'd be like okay maybe there's some you unlearn a lot of things i think oh, that the early bit is you it's, it's actually necessary because you only are used to one thing and as as long as you don't have experience for something else you feel like that's all there is that's the only there. way <laughs> that's the only way it can be but actually that's not mm-hmm. and if you can move to different places ideally my perfect life would be one where i i spend a few years here and i move into i move somewhere else again and start afresh and go through that culture shock and then move again because i just become more aware i become more confident and become um yeah. yeah i have a great understanding of the kind of person that I am and I'm able to own my person and it's so nice as we grow older and as adulting is hard oh adulting is hard it is but hard still it's like this experience is just make you better they shape your worldview they shape your experiences and yeah something that I've read recently is the fact that um in terms of our identity our individual differences and in our personality only 30 percent is um, from our DNA, from our parents, 70% is based off of our society that we live. Actually, that's what actually defines your personality and your hmm. each individual differences. So it's 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 interesting and being exposed just makes you kind of a better person, in my opinion. 
Yes, for yeah. sure. For sure. I mean, I, I think before I left Nigeria, I, I already sort of picked a church that I was going to attend when I moved to, cool. um, to Ottawa. And it was a, a deliberate decision not to go to, I would say, typical Nigerian church. Girl, I know I there, were, there, there are many of those options available here, but I just wanted to experience God in a different way. I wanted mm. to know if... Mm. If what I've known for such a long time is actually it, or there are mm. more for me to learn from, and yeah. I'm still learning, and I've had to unlearn a lot of things um, in in the in the process as well. And I'm just like, no, God is actually not like this. Yeah. Um, so there's there's if anybody um, if you're listening to us and you 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 have the opportunity and you're still considering, just take this as that extra sign that you should take that opportunity yeah. if you do have the opportunity to to relocate so thank you so much for listening to the episode don't forget to follow us on our socials on instagram and on twitter the newbie sisters leave a comment share uh, with your friends and family if you've ever been a new immigrant in a new country share your experiences with us in the comment section uh, we're all newbies and we're just navigating life and share the episode as well with your friends and family. Thanks.